This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Right now I want to talk about dragon boat racing and if you know nothing about it you're about to learn a lot. I have with me Jan Gilby and uh, Teresa Simonson who are both involved in what is going to be a huge event at Lake Karapiro in April next year. There will be 70 teams I'm told staying in and around the Hamilton region, 22 people per boat. And most of those teams will be coming, many of those teams, I should say, will be coming from overseas. But there are a lot of Kiwi boats involved in as well. And it, um, as I said, it's going to be a huge event. This has been massive overseas. And the number of uh, people taking part in New Zealand seems to be forever growing. Welcome, ladies. Um, good to have you in the studio this morning to tell me more about this. I know a little bit about this whole dragon boat racing thing, uh, particularly as it pertains to breast cancer survivors, and um, that's really the key to the whole thing, isn't it? Um, Teresa, would you like to start with maybe a description of, of what kind of organisations are involved in this and how you qualify to be part of it? Um, the event? Uh, just the, the whole dragon boat racing thing, if you like. Wow. Um, how do you become involved in dragon boat racing? Well, I just turned up um, and joined um, Waikato Treasure Chess, which is our local, uh, one of our local clubs here. Um, really, you don't you don't need much to be involved. You don't you don't you just need a willingness to want to try something different, try something new. Um, you want to be able to be part of um, a really neat community um, of women um, and participate and be active and and want to do something healthy. Part of the clue, though, is in the name Treasure Chests, isn't yeah. it? Because it, this is specifically for women who are survivors of breast cancer. Yeah, um, so the club was formed um, specifically for breast cancer survivors as a... Um, a tool for rehabilitation after a cancer diagnosis. But we also have lots of women who what we used to call supporters of breast cancer um, paddlers, but um, they are women who have either had uh, someone in their lives who have been affected by breast cancer, but it's, it's grown into much more than that. It's, um, so we've got our breast cancer survivors uh, team, but we've also got a, a really neat bunch of women who are there supporting us as well, helping us stay on the water, have the numbers to um, participate. Yeah. And how many local teams are there? Um, here in the Waikato, it's, it's just us that is paddling at the moment. There were a couple of others, but they've... Um, Kind of since fallen by the wayside a little bit. So, yeah, it's just the Waikato Treasure Chest. That's to be expected. Although I guess though that you know numbers fluctuate a bit. Jan, how long have you been involved in this? Um, I've been involved since two thousand and ten. I'm a supporter rather than a survivor. Um, my mum died at fifty seven from breast cancer, and so that's one of my reasons. But I also had a son killed overseas. Um, in 2009 and a friend said come and meet these crazy women <laughs> <laughs> and so it's um, I think for a lot of us it's our mental health mm. um, support as well um, it's physically demanding you are continually trying to improve um, currently we have four ex-black dragons coaching us 
So there is a national team called the Black Dragons. Okay. Who are not survivors. They're all supporters or have not had breast cancer. But they're actually world champions. And very few people know they come from Hamilton. Wow. Maybe, don't they? Wow. Um, and so they won the world competition in Hungary in 2019, I think. I mean, COVID has stuffed up all this yeah. stuff. And um, the thing that Teresa hasn't mentioned is that um, dragon boating is beneficial for women who've had lymphedema. Yeah. And it can help prevent lymphedema. So, How, do, how does that work? So they think it's... Well, um, in layman's terms, you know. Yeah, yeah. so the the lymphatic system is what takes away all the um, uh, bad, bit. bad bits from our blood <laughs> and drain it out through right. our system. So when we've had um, cancer surgery, quite often they'll remove lymph nodes, which leaves us with a lower ability to be able to drain our, that lymphatic fluid Okay. effectively so basically we end up we could end up with lymphedema which is like a swelling and a collection of fluid in our limb predominantly our arms and so this uh, the thought is with the repetitive movement of dragon boating um is quite beneficial for helping that lymphatic fluid drain as well uh, and the other thing, yeah, <laughs> um, because there are 20 paddlers, you sit next to mm. somebody. So if you can't lift one arm very well, then you can paddle you on the side of the boat. The side. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is a great advantage for women. Some, some people say you should try both sides, mm. but most people end up having a, prefer a, a preferred side. side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just curious as to how dragon boat racing, of all things, became, um, you know, the kind of this this glue that holds all these people together. Yeah. Uh, because it obviously comes from, um, I would think, from Asian origins around China, somewhere yeah, in, in, in Asia. Yeah, dragon boating does. Yeah. yeah, but breast cancer involvement in dragon boating sport came from um, a sports um, physiologist professor his name was Don McKenzie he was a Canadian um, and so the belief was before that this kind of um, exercise was not beneficial for women who had had breast cancer uh, to prevent lymphedema but he did a study and found that it was the opposite in fact that um, exercise and general health and um, physical activity was really beneficial for women who had a breast cancer diagnosis and so it's really stemmed from that that first initial team that he put together of breast cancer survivors and so that's where the whole breast cancer mm. participation in dragon boating has come from i see okay yeah he was actually here wasn't he he worked at he was a surgeon i thought um, I am not sure. I, th I think he worked at Fakutani at some stage. Oh, when he was at, at one regatta we were at. Oh. Yeah, in Tarama. <laughs> but um, the other thing is, again, um, camaraderie. Having mm. a group of women who've been through trauma, be it like me or be it mm. like people from broken relationships or whatever, a group of women together with a common aim is a very supportive um environment oh, it sounds like it ticks so many boxes yeah. from from yeah. you know psychological good yeah. health to just a, a physical um good health as well you know yeah. getting, getting back into functioning um, your body mm. functioning the way it should and very demanding i should imagine as well, well, um, well you know, 
20 people together trying to move a fairly lengthy you know, yes, craft up, the, up heavy, the river. Heavy, lengthy boat. Well, we can't yeah. do it on the river here. You mentioned oh, the you river, mean, so we sorry, only I mean, do it on the lake. On, on Lake Sheen. Because the river is not wide enough for us to turn the boat until you get to probably Narawahia. Yeah. Well, talk or talk about practicalities of, of the you know yes. these big long boats in just a moment or two. But can yeah. you can you give me an, an idea how many uh, different uh, dragon boat teams there are in New Zealand at the moment, and how many will be taking part at Karapiro next year? Um, cool. I think there's two from Wellington. Yep. Yeah, I know of two two, two from Wellington coming two up. Two yep. from. Taranaki, yeah, two from Taranaki, uh, one from Taranaki, Hawke's Bay, Hawke's Bay, um, two, two from three Auckland. in Auckland, two, yeah, yeah, um, not entirely sure, but maybe eight or nine. Okay, so that, that means out of the seventy teams that'll be taking part next year, a lot are coming from overseas. Yeah, yeah. lots from Australia, obviously because it's close. Yeah. Canada, heaps from America. So I'm in the midst of trying to organise ambassadors for those teams. What do they have to do? Um, make connection with them and um, help them if they're having troubles at their accommodation, if they lose their luggage, where to go and buy new paddling gear, <laughs> um, if they need a doctor, just, you know, and, and what can you do stuff. in Hamilton? Yeah. You know, what's there to do in Hamilton? Because they're here for about five, six days, most yeah, of the teams. We've got team from... Um, Sweden, um, a very small contingent are coming from Argentina because they've had a huge financial crash in that country. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them have had to pull out because they can't afford to come. So we're billeting uh, nine Argentinian women. So we're, some of us are offering to have them in our homes. So the international regatta is happening at Carapero, not on Hamilton Lake. Yes, I understand <laughs> that, yeah. Well, It'll Hamilton Lake could be struggling to fit. It would. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, Carapero is a good fit, though. Uh, a friend of mine from Wellington who's involved in uh, captaining one of the boats from Wellington says uh, she's staying in Maramara. And I know yes. that there's also, uh, obviously, Cambridge people are going to be involved in this yes. as well. So it's spreading around the region a bit in terms of where people will be staying and how visible these people are going to be uh, absolutely here so, so it's going to be a fantastic event a big parade in cambridge on the friday night yeah yeah the friday before the regatta okay yeah. so i'm imagining now these 70 odd teams getting together in april next year mm. are they all bringing their boats from these various no, countries no, no so no. we're providing those yeah our club probably is actually so uh yeah well as many as we can yeah yeah and i guess they'll be bringing boats from uh, auckland and tauranga as well yeah it doesn't sound cheap no, because, no. Uh, you know, a, a boat that will hold 22 people is yeah. pretty big. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. You can't just whack it on the trailer, no. can you, really? Well, they are whacked on trailers. Really? Yeah, um, by people. Yeah, by <laughs> us. <laughs> They're double stacked on, on, well, ours are double stacked on trailers, yeah. There's also a, a lot of similarities, I guess, um, with the concept of, of a large waka. Uh, yes, and and very similar sort of paddling style and so on. Except you can turn a walker mm. in the river because <laughs> a walker, even at the most, has six people in it. Okay, so that's and that's sitting behind one another. Yeah, so yeah, it's quite different to the mm. and the they're paddling much, style is a bit different actually, isn't yeah. it? And they're much more manoeuvrable. I think mm. a walker is much more manoeuvrable than a mm. dragon boat. Mm. Mm. 
So just... it's almost like they went out of their way to find the most difficult vessel possible to, <laughs> to take part in these things. Well, as a friend of ours described it, he'd never seen such a stupid <laughs> concept in like 20 middle-aged, <laughs> vaguely overweight women <laughs> in a very unstable vessel with an oar out the back on the side. He said, this doesn't make any sense to me no. at all. But anyway. But it's fun. Oh, it's absolutely so fun. fun. And the other thing I'd like to mention is the age range. Mm. So currently, so that I'm talking about survivors now, we have a woman in her probably mid-late 30s, yep. not entirely sure, up to women who are 74. Gosh. And we have all shapes and sizes, mm -hmm. some very petite ladies and not some so. not so. That's, that's another thing that I like about mm. the team as well. We're so diverse. We come from so many different mm. backgrounds. You you turn up and you always will find someone that you can connect with mm. and you will connect with different people on different days. Um, and we were talking the other day that, you know, outside of dragon boating, we may not have been friends. We may Our paths mm. may not have crossed. Well, you might, yeah, exactly. This is just yeah. the thing that has brought this crazy bunch of women together mm. doing this crazy sport um three times a week yeah uh training our behinds off um to to achieve a goal yeah but that's the whole purpose isn't it that yeah. you, it gives you that commonality yeah. and it gives you that opportunity to share experiences and to share support for each other mm, which correct. is great uh how decorated are these boats when they're on the water do you do you go the whole hog or <laughs> not when we're training no but at regattas, they have a dragon's head on the front. Yeah, that's what and, I was imagining, something yeah, like that. Yeah, and a yeah. tail, and it's very spectacular. Mm. And the drummers sit on a wee stool, actually drumming a big And that's drum. how you keep, your, keep yes. your time yeah. for everybody. So you've got the drummer at the front, uh, somebody doing steering at the back, yeah. Yeah. and 20 paddlers in the middle. Yeah. Yes. It sounds spectacular. And, it, and the little bit of footage I've seen online, it is spectacular. Yeah, it is. It's going to be amazing yeah. to see this. How's the regatta organised uh, with 70 teams? Is, is it kind of like a, a knockout competition? Or is it based uh, um, on time? We don't know, or? actually. Your friend might know. Well, I don't yeah, know. Do I, I don't think those details have actually come about, but it is, it's, it's been purported as a participatory event. So, yeah. I'm there's kind no, of, there's no medals, there's no cups. The, oh, I think there'll be a medal of, of participation right, rather than... Right, but there's no ranking or anything oh, like I that. I don't know, yeah. actually. It's, it's all about taking part. Yes, it, it is. As I understand it. It, yeah. it is. Yeah. And, it, and saying that, there is some very competitive... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's competitive. the way life is, though. Yeah. Is. Competitive yeah. people at all sorts yeah. of events, isn't so, it? So... Um, yeah, yeah, we're no, not sure. We're not sure no. about those details, about how that's going to all work. We do know that there are um, 3,000 stems of flowers required for the flower ceremony. Cheapest. So do you know anything about the flower mm. ceremony? No. Ooh. So tell me. <laughs> so in, in um, New Zealand, the breast cancer teams do compete at regional regattas so um we've just had one here in hamilton um at the auckland regionals yeah. whatever <laughs> anyway so the breast cancer when you race like us middle-aged older women may actually be racing against a, a boat of young 
Maori men. Yeah. So obviously we're not going to win that race. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's all based on time. So you then end up in a semi-final and a final. So there is a particular, a special, specific breast cancer final, even though the teams have raced in other, you know, heats yeah. as such. Um, and at the end of the race, the teams do what they call a raft together. So I've never done it, but you pull it alongside, yeah. don't you? So, so you get all the boats into a, a group and you pull all the boats up kind of lined up parallel to each other um, with all the breast cancer survivors out in the middle of the water. And so everyone has a flower. Yeah. And so during part of the ceremony, there's usually um, a piece of music that's chosen that's quite significant and um, a reading, someone will do a reading and last time in Hamilton, mm. um, Jan okay. did our reading for us while we're out on the water and at the end of the, the reading and the song um, we toss the flowers into the water and it's just all about, you know, reflection um, thinking about where we've come, how much we've achieved, thinking also about those that hadn't it. Uh, made it and all those kind of things. It's a really um, moving ceremony um, and it's really quite special. Um, and then, of course, you've got the rest of the dragon boat uh, paddlers and participants on shore uh, supporting us as well. Mm. So they're all kind of gathered around. So it's, it's really And nice. at the Auckland Regional Regatta, um, it's mainly men do this amazing haka for the women with the paddles up as a yeah. arch. Yeah. yeah, it's very special, isn't it? Because yeah. yeah. it sounds like there's so many aspects to this and so many moments over the course of a regatta which will be quite stunning. Yeah. Yes, it's going to be amazing. A great exercise in positivity good. as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. lots of um, positive, positive stuff. Excellent. I think it's great that um, the sport of dragon boating has embraced um, mm. breast cancer uh, participation mm. like this. I, I don't know of any other sport that that kind of has no. something like this, so, yeah. Um, it also in Hamilton, we've got the Breast Cancer Research Trust, so they're very supportive of us mm -hmm. as well, um, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we, you know, support the Pink Walk every year, so we dress up in pink and paddle around the lake as the walkers are walking. Mm. Um yeah, so we're we're recruiting paddlers all the time. All the time. All the time because <laughs> this. So I've been paddling yeah, eleven years, and again, COVID. Sort of, we didn't paddle much last year, did we? No, it was all the year before. Year last yeah. year. Yeah. Um, so this is the first time ever we've had a full. Tw we've got twenty-four breast cancer survivors. Apparently. Oh, more, more than twenty-four. Now. Okay, who are paddling with us? Um, to get to the regatta is $580 per person. Wow. So I think it is quite costly to organise and yeah. get yeah. the boats there. I can only imagine. Yeah. yeah, and so we've been doing a lot of fundraising, mm. um, which has been um, successful, hasn't Jan, you yeah. said you're trying to recruit ambassadors to support these teams. I'm sure there'll be a number of people who would like to do that. Um, what's the best means of contact uh, or for people to follow to that? It's to contact me, probably. 
Yeah. On, do you want my phone number? I'll get it from you off Later. here. And okay. anyone who, yeah. who contacts us who, who would yeah. like to follow through with you, I'm more than happy to pass that on with your permission. We, okay, yeah, absolutely. We've got a very active Facebook page. Right. So it's just that's Waikato another. Treasure Chest, so that's another way of contacting us. Okay. Um, that's always a good avenue. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where we get a lot of our papers. And anyone, anyone who's interested in finding out more or wanting to offer support in any way can uh, reach out through the Facebook yeah. page. Probably and anybody, is a great first port of call. Yes. Anybody who's never had, you know, who hasn't had breast cancer, if they're looking for something to do, yeah, yeah. come just see you know, us. And if, the yeah. other thing is if your legs aren't working that well, you know, because women who've been runners, often their knees are packed in a bit. So... Yeah. To come and do an upper body sport, which it, even though Margie, our coach, wouldn't say that, is primarily upper body. Yeah. Because um, you do actually push off from your legs as know, well. I a lot of people the, the other day and my legs were pretty dead. <laughs> yeah, but it's a lower impact anyway. Yes, yeah, it? much yeah. lower impact, yes. Oh, well, it sounds fantastic. The uh, the event itself, the uh, regatta next April, is going to be huge. Yeah. But obviously you're very active through the year anyway, and it would be really interesting, I think, for a number of people who may want to uh, f- become involved on a regular basis with the, mm, with the yes. local paddlers as well. Very good to talk to you both, and I Thank really you. appreciate you taking the time to come in this morning. Thank this you so is much. fascinating. It's so positive. It's so uh, exciting and so dramatic yeah. that I think that uh, it really captures the imagination. And um, I can't wait to see what happens in April next year when everybody gets together. It's going to be, be great. going to be huge. Yeah, well, it, is. it will be. It's massive. going to be great for the local. Anyway, Jane yeah, Gilby, yeah. Teresa Simonson, um, yeah. Simonson. Sorry, thank you so much for coming in and joining us this morning on the free breakfast. Thank really you. It. Thank you for having me. Thanks. For more episodes, use the AccessMedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.